You're listening to the podcast where you can feast on all the information in the world of sports. Now, here's your host, Tommy Yu. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. Darren, one thing I didn't mention before we started recording, I think I need a new intro. I think I start this show the same way every single time, don't I? Yeah, but that's how like every podcast is like on. But mine's not even them, like, like they, catchy or what fun. Is the one, what is the one that says like, hello and welcome? I don't know which podcast that is, but it opens the same way every single time. But that one's way more fun. Mine's just, hey, welcome back to another episode, guys. <laughs> that, that's so stupid. Yeah, hey, yeah, all, right. Thing. <laughs> all right. Yeah. The, the listeners don't want to hear this. But all right. Uh, we're going to do a fun episode today. It, we're a little bit condensed because we're on some time restrictions. Darren and I just decided to be adults today for some reason whatever reason we've been super busy but we still want to push out an episode yeah i still want to push out an episode on tuesday so we can still have power rankings wednesday man this is becoming a full-time job darren how about this just becomes our job right where where do we pick up our paychecks um if they want to get a patreon going or something (laughs) well jeff did say that i'm sure he would fund us like five bucks so that's two fit that's like what one coffee a week for us you know just make sure it's uh, a black coffee and make sure it's small yeah (laughs) No, but uh, all jokes aside, um, because of those time restrictions, I'm going to try to keep our banter at a minimum, even though I tend to ramble. But let's kick things off. A couple of trades went down in the PDL, right, Darren? Yeah, so we had two like little ones. Greg was involved in both. Um, he sold Jeff Wilson for a fourth and Tutu Atwell and Logan Thomas for a fourth. And that was the extent of them. Um, it was really, I think, Greg just kind of making sure he stays worse than Josh and because Jeff Wilson would have been someone he would have been forced to put in his lineup, and it's someone that's going to at least get, like, you know, 10 points or so a week. Um, so getting what he could. Yeah, not, not a bad turnaround value. for yeah. uh, what? He ended up going to the Yellowhawks, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is so on brand for the Yells, right? Like yeah, getting so. Jeff Wilson for a fourth and 2-2. Two, two. Like, that's pretty good value, at least for this year. Um, but yeah. for Dynasty, it could be a little questionable. But like when I saw this trade, I was like, this is the most Yao trade. But did it surprise you a little bit that the season starts? We always make fun of the Yao's, how they're inactive and they suddenly become active. Like- and this year, I was like, there's no way that's going to happen again. And they're so inactive this summer. Season start. They dropped like eight <laughs> fucking trades. It's literally the same thing every year. It's literally like people bitch and complain. <laughs> but the fucking Yao's, when the, when the season starts, they don't fuck around. I don't know where this comes from. Yeah, it doesn't make any they, sense. They, they knew who Jeff Wilson was. Um, I'm that's that's know, a that's a hyperbole, but you know what I mean. He's he's been like around for so many years, where he's just like is like a waiver wire ad like every season and like redraft leagues and stuff. That so I think that like he probably is like, hmm, that's a guy I've heard about once. <laughs> But I mean, as long as he stays healthy, which is a big if, especially with the haunted backfield of San Francisco, he's one of Kyle Shanahan's guys. So that's mm-hmm. worth something, you know, even mm-hmm. if even if Jordan Mason, I think that one rookie everyone's getting a hard on for all of us, even if he explodes, you know, Jeff Wilson's still going to get his just because Kyle Shanahan likes him. But it is also helpful that Jeff Wilson is, you know, at least when he plays, he plays pretty well. And a lot of that is because of San Francisco's run scheme. So picking him up for a fourth and two to Atwell, not bad. How about this Logan Thomas for a fourth? I feel like, uh, like you said, Greg is just trying to get rid of these guys. Yeah. And I, I think that that's like fair value because he's Logan Thomas well, is a 31 year old tight end that used to be a quarterback. Yeah. And Max was trying to sell him for a long time and he, uh, you know, nobody wanted him. So that trade the market because when his name came back up we're like oh it's fucking this again (laughs) yeah yeah and it would have been i mean jeff pounced on him in like 
immediate fashion. Like that was within an hour, but you know, but yeah. He reached out to me. He, he, he was uh, trying to get, I think, uh, same thing. He won like a fourth and something else for Logan Thomas. And I was like, dude, I, I, I don't want Logan Thomas. <laughs> no interest. Like, Sorry. <laughs> if he was on waivers, I, I might think about it, but like, I, I'm fine with Hayden Hurst like that. that I, I'll yeah. be okay. But um, yeah, that wraps up the trades. We definitely want to give every tra- all trades aren't created equal, but we want to give every trade a little bit spot in the limelight. But let's do a little bit of recaps, Darren. What happened this past week? I know we're finally able to put a bow on how all the games went. Yeah, so um, just like a real quick recap, you crushed Greg as we predicted. Um, Steve beat Welch as we predicted. Max beat Jeff as we predicted. The Yellow Hawks rolled on again and beat Josh as we predicted. And in an upset that we did not call, Mike won. So Mike's suffering can temporarily end. Um, he pulled out a win because of mostly Josh Allen in the end there. Um, and Tannehill looking pretty bad. And I think we both had Brett winning. And Brett eked out a victory. Um, I was you know, going back and forth about ETN and Rashad Bateman. And if I started Rashad Bateman, I would have won, but I made the wrong call and I lost. <laughs> it's all right, dude. Uh, so I know you I'm didn't ask too. me for that, but I would have told you to probably start ETN as well. So I don't think yeah. you can really beat yourself up on something like that, especially when it's that close. But I know hey, it's tough. Yeah, starting Owen to how does it feel right now, dude? Let it marinate. Um, you know, it's not great, especially when I see myself below Welch in the standings and Welch is trying to lose. Um, and I know like, well, we're going to talk about it in a, in a second, but Welch is playing, um, Josh this week. So if Josh manages to beat Welch, I could potentially be like locked up lower than Welch. Like <laughs> it could be bad. That's when you're going like... to change uniforms and become a tank commander. <laughs> I could literally have a top two pick. And my team was voted as a top three team. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the 0-2 would definitely hurt a lot more if you didn't have three first-round picks next year. Yeah, and so you're definitely as long as I have pretty. my own first. <laughs> and you obviously don't currently have your best starting quarterback playing right now either. And so yeah. you're definitely sitting pretty well. I, I, it sucks. It definitely does. You want to win in fantasy football. Even if you're rebuilding, you right. want to win here and there. So I definitely understand. Yeah. But um, I still feel like... um. You know, it's just the beginning of the season. You definitely need to win some of these games coming up soon, but that's what we're here to do. Talk about the future. So let's talk about some of these games coming up, Darren, which is the first one that we want to cover. Um, So the first one, um, I think it was Greg that dubbed it in the chat, a suicide bowl. It is me, the Carolina Thunder versus Mike, the Southern Oregon smoke. Um, wow. This is, teams. this has to be up. This is going to be a pretty good game, right? So I didn't vote this game of the week only because there is a matchup between two two and O teams. Yeah, that, that, that's I mean, I didn't I didn't feel right not making that the game of the week. But this but is close. This, one, this is like this is like the junior, like Weenie Hunt Juniors. This is uh yes. this is close. In, in in the amount of complaints that will probably be in the chat because of this game, this is the game of the week. But oh, Mike, because... Mike will make sure he's headlining no matter <laughs> he's like that MMA fighter that's kind of like yes. decent. But anytime he's on the card, he overshadows everyone because he just bitches and promos his match so much. And you're like, dude, you're yeah. not headlining. You gotta relax. It's kind of like he's kind of like um like Johnny Manziel in the NFL. You know, like he's he's loud and uh, obnoxious and everything. So you would think he's like an all pro quarterback, but he's Johnny Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> then when you really get into the contents of it, you're like, you know, there's not much to see here. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we were both voted in the top four. Like we were three and four respectively, and we both have had very rough starts to our seasons. So um, this one could be. I mean, even Sleeper right now is calling it down the middle. It's 50 50. How are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Because you are on a two game losing streak, which I know has no indications of how this game's going to go, but that has to be weighing on you. Well, Mike predicted that I am going to obliterate Slaughter him. Slaughter him, I think. I right? am not predicting that. Um, I have Brady going with no wide receivers. Um, that probably won't be great. Yo, he's he playing Josh up Allen. against his best friend, golfing buddy, Aaron Rodgers. You know he's going to he try is. to play his best against Rodgers. Like, he's going to be like, these are two old guys that are going to hold grudge. Like, oh, yeah, I got to show I got to show fucking shitty ass Aaron Rodgers. If he's throwing to no one, and I'm throwing to no one, but I'm going to show him I'm better. Yeah, the over-under on that game, I think, in like the Vegas odds is like 42. So they're predicting that to be like, you know, not great. Um, Josh Allen's playing Miami. He's going to absolutely shit on him. Um, <laughs> that's not going to be great. That's going to be at least 30 points. Then he has Najee Harris going against Cleveland on Thursday. That's, you know, their offensive line still stinks. So, I mean, I'm still expecting Najee to get at least 10, right? Like 10 to 15, like minimum. Um, Javante, so like that's probably like a push. Brett's favorite word, let's push it. Um, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, I would give that to Antonio Gibson. Curtis Samuel, CeeDee Lamb. Um, Curtis Samuel has been better than CeeDee Lamb, but I'm going to give it to CeeDee Lamb on Monday night. Like, like all, a lot of these, like, I don't know where he's seeing the, I don't know where he's seeing the obliterating because, I mean, this game is as sleeper has it, like 50 50. And, um, if Matt Ryan falls on his face again, like, Mike's going to win pretty easily, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess I'll be the tiebreaker here. Uh, I know we usually have to go position by position on the games that we're trying to focus on. We'll do that in the game of the week, but at least in your case, Darren. I'm sorry. I, I I don't know why. I just have like a I I've had a crush on Mike's team for like two years. It's because of Josh Allen. <laughs> I think so. Like, but you've known that like <laughs> way before this podcast started to hit the earways of these new owners. When like, we used to do this podcast like two years ago. I was like, I kind of like my, Mike's team, and I never knew why. But I think you're right. I think yeah, you knew like I you always liked Josh Allen. All right, so just imagine Josh Allen is just not on his team. Oh, you look at his roster. Trash, yeah, you look good. at his roster and you're like, oh, that's that's pretty I bad. I don't like, like Josh Allen. I don't like Cam Akers. <laughs> I I do like his receivers, but like not not as much as I did before because I love Devonta Smith. Like I like Waddle Jefferson, mm-hmm. like Waddle Jefferson and Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh <laughs> that's Allen. It. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, you're so, right. Like... You think Josh Allen all, but I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's really weird, but like just having that what one like super elite quarterback like makes the whole roster look better. Like that's when before the Yows made like a bunch of their trades, they still had Justin Herbert. So it was like, yeah, they're still they're still all right. I mean, they're bad, but like yeah. they have Herbert. <laughs> they have Justin Herbert. <laughs> but to be fair, he also has Justin Jefferson, arguably the best yeah. wide receiver yeah. to have. So yeah. to have arguably the best quarterback and wide receiver, that will yeah. make the rest of your team look pretty good. So we're not yeah. poo-pooing on you right now mike because i'm picking mike i think mike is gonna yes. win so that's my prediction how about you darren i know it's your own game so we usually don't make predictions I, for our own games right so um yeah we, we well no we did because me and brett i've made a prediction that brett was gonna beat me oh that's um, true that's true i think that justin jefferson is gonna have a huge game because he was just held in check by the eagles um i think that just our josh allen's gonna have another huge game as he always does 
Um, and that'll probably be the difference because I expect Tom Brady to struggle again without all of his receivers. Um, Matt Ryan, he's going to have to put up points against Kansas City, but, you know, I don't know if he can because <laughs> he looked really bad. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But I, I don't expect to win, and I expect to go on to 0-3. Oh, boy, I will be here for you <laughs> if that happens. You know I will. But all right, what's yeah. the next game we're focusing on here? Um, the next game, I guess we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on because it's you, the Delco Dreamers, against Jeff with the Wichita Whirlwind. Um, I think that I expect you to win and win pretty easily. Um, easily? Really? I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, it's close because I'm in it. I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely expect to win as well. This week. The highest scoring team in the league. Well, to be fair, that was greatly, greatly inflated by like two players, but like Stefan Diggs and Lamar okay. Jackson, those two alone had like a hundred points. And and those two players are still on your team, right? That's okay. All right, that's fair. I definitely <laughs> expect to win. Um, I am actually just really this game is going to really monitor the health of my team. I still mm-hmm. have my eye on what Kamara is doing, what Kittle's doing. Um, so back, which would also help your chances of winning. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just using this couple of weeks to kind of still recover from the beating that Max gave me, but Mm -hmm. I was re-looking at that matchup. I had a very real chance of winning that. Like the fact that I was entering Monday night, I believe with DK Metcalf, hoping that he could give me like whatever he were to give me, I was feeling pretty Mm -hmm. good. And that was sustaining a couple of injuries heading into week one. So I feel really, really good right now. Uh, Much better than the one-on-one record that I have, but yeah, just not to spend too much time here. Um, We definitely have to give some light over to Jeff. He is also one and one as well. So, I mean, come on, how poetic would it be if Stefan Dig just explodes again, just against his old owner, right? That, that let's subscribe to that fact and let's not subscribe to, uh, Whatever's happening with Keenan Allen, I know he's obviously been out. He didn't play uh, this past Thursday night. Who knows if he's going to be able to be back. Hopefully he will be because uh, I love Keenan Allen. Hopefully he does well. But sorry, Jeff, I think uh, right now Darren and I are siding with my team and you could definitely blame that on the podcast bias. But just to kind of conserve time, let's move on. Darren, what's the next game we're looking at? So the next game is Max's early season bye week. It will be the Murphy Street Empire against the Austrian Oaks. Um Max is going to win. Um, yeah, that's all we said. need to say. <laughs> um, the next game we have should be a pretty tightly contested match between the Dallas Strip and the Vatican City Cardinals. Um, Welch is projected to win. So Welch actually owns both of the picks in the 2023 draft for these teams. So whoever wins, Welch probably doesn't care. But if my team keeps stinking, then I might secure a top three pick out of this somehow. You, so... Dude, we're like two weeks into the season. You think you're going to have a top three pick? You're out of your hey, goddamn you mind. It's not looking good. It's really not looking dude, good. Dude, you're tilting. You're tilting worse than mine. You're not going to have a top three pick, man. I have a pretty tough schedule. Oh, um, my God. But I, I, do, I do expect Welch to win. Um, I, his team is better than Josh's, so I, I expect him to win. So, what is? I, I think that what is Josh I think doing? Gonna win. Uh, I like don't even know. Josh building, even though he doesn't have a first, because some of his transaction makes it seem that way. Then why does he still have Rashad Penny and lock it? Um, um, I mean, you know what I mean. Rashad Penny is a backup running back now. That's true. Um, so his time to sell Rashad Penny at his peak is already probably over. 
Um, I think he waited too long on that one. Um, Naheem Hines, clearly a backup. He needs to sell Matt Stafford. I mean, he should be trying to sell Tyler Lockett right now because he might have just had his best game of the season last week. Um, he had 15 points, and that might be a high with Geno Smith back there. Um, Aaron Rodgers needs to be off of, on another team. Like, he should have he should have more picks than he does right now if he's, like, in rebuild mode, mode because the t- players that he has is not helping him win whatsoever. So. <laughs> Uh, and he doesn't he have the draft to... capital, so he's rebuilding. So it's interesting yeah. to see what Vatican City does because if you just look at the opponent, the Dallas Strip, they've had a plan, they're executing the plan, and it looks like it's all coming together, right? Yeah, I mean, he would have both beat me week one and two. Like, he would be 2-0 and against me, and he oh is still rebuilding. He's still tilting, guys. We got to help Darren it's out. This is rebuilding. not looking good for his mental health. <laughs> Although, didn't Greg just share the suicide hotline on in the chat somewhere? Yeah. I should repeat that to you. But um, yeah. <laughs> no, everything's going to be okay. But yeah, in this matchup, I'm actually going to take the Dallas trip as well. Because yeah. like you said, um, I'm sorry that you had to be the butt end of the joke. But he would be 2-0 and if he went up against you the first he two would. weeks, which is insane. I don't think anyone would have uh, been able to predict that. So I'm hoping that Dallas trip is going to be able to uh, break that two-game losing streak, be able to pick up their first dub. And uh, that'll be pretty exciting. I know Welch is going to um, probably have an extra drink that night. Yeah. Um. So another contender here for... The potential game of the week was Brian against Brett. Um, the two Ooh, teams I, <laughs> the two teams I crap on the most on this pod, um, they're facing off against each other. A um, toilet bowl. Here we go. <laughs> Which <laughs> team sucks a little bit less for Darren to poo poo on a little so, bit more? Kirk Cousins. He is back off of prime time, so he should have a pretty good game. Um, oh, dude, Kirk- a one o'clock game against the Lions, who's actually looked somewhat good. Oh, this That's is Kirk's game to have right a perfect yeah. passer rating. He's going to slap the Lions somehow, even though the Lions have looked phenomenal in a worthless game for the Vikings. I think that Brett is going to win this game. Um, I just think that, you know. I think that his team looks a little bit better. Are you serious? Let's rewind the tapes. This is this is literally Darren talking about the two people he hates the most in the Pedro. You know, I think Brett's gonna win because and then long pause. He couldn't he couldn't think of a real good reason why. His Come team on, just man. looks better. If he has Michael Pittman and Michael Pittman's playing this week, I, I think he's definitely gonna win. I I mean I'm, he's only projected to win by eight more points right now, but um Brian has James Conner banged up. Brett has Michael Pittman. Um, if one of those guys doesn't play or does play or vice versa, you know, that could be the deciding factor. Um, so hold on. Let's say that... let's say Brett does win then. Yeah. We predicted him to potentially in the card start 0-4. <laughs> and he's already starting off maybe 3-0. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, is he a favorite? Um, uh, no. no. Dude! As long as as long as you and Max are still where you are, there he can't be a favorite. There can't be three favorites in the league. Like that's just you know. To be fair, he has a better record than I do. Only one game separates your team and my team right now, Darren. So, Uh-oh. but you're tilting off the face of the earth for some reason. I, eh. I'm sitting happy as a clam, <laughs> and you're just thinking, man, I, re- I I might actually be able to get Bryce Young this year. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's I'm, not I'm possible to get the hell. I'm your friend, <laughs> and if I was saying what you were saying, and we had the same record, you would be saying, "Be like Tommy, it's fine, relax." Because well, I'm obviously know, the emotional one, but you, you usually know, bring you know. logic and reason, and I'm trying to do the same for you. But 
I don't know, Darren. I think you're uh, being a little too rough on yourself. This might be the first year that I don't lose in the first round of the playoffs because I might not make them. Oh my God. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about this matchup between Hollywood and the dragons. This is actually going to be pretty tough, but, um, you know what? Yeah, I think Brett's going to win. Yeah, I think I think I might have to ride with my boy Brett, yeah. only because he is on that two-game winning streak. But it has to be a little bit scary for Brett because you just saw Jalen Hurts absolutely pop off and look like the mm-hmm. real deal in prime time against mm-hmm. the Vikings, which was awesome. And he does have um, a little bit of vulnerabilities here and there. But at the end of the day, I think the talent that Brett is going to be able to field will outweigh a little bit more with what uh, Hollywood is going to be able to produce. So, yeah. I think so too. I wish we clashed more on our picks, but uh, we're yeah. looking pretty good. So I think that leaves the final game. What is the game of the week this week? This is the only two and zero versus two and zero matchup we have. This undefeated. Week. The undefeateds are going head to head. Someone's going to get their first loss. It is the Yellow Hawks against the Brews. Um, two, arguably the two best teams in the league right now. Um. They are one and two in the standings. Is it a hot take to say Steve's team is the best team in the league right now? He is killing it. I don't like, think that's a hot take at all. If it wasn't for my team, for whatever reason, wanting to pop off during the bye week, he would have had the highest scoring team again. The second time. Yeah. So, I mean, if we go like down down the line. Yeah, let's go down bones. the line. This is the game of the week. We got to give them the uh, prime time yeah, spot. Do. So, Mahomes versus Herbert. If... Herbert is playing. Yeah, I say matchups. It's Mahomes versus the Indianapolis Colts okay. versus Herbert, Herbert versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Who are you taking here? If Herbert was fully healthy, it would definitely be Herbert. But I'm going to take Mahomes because I know that Herbert's banged up. Um, I think they might try and use Eckler a little more to take some pressure off of Herbert. Um, so I'm going to give it to Mahomes. Um I think for me, even if Herbert was 100%, I'm taking Mahomes anyway because I think okay. um, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are a little bit sniffed because people are talking shit about what their offense can and cannot do without Tyreek Hill. And the first two weeks, they've just went scorched earth to the point where That's they're true. pretty much sitting Patrick Mahomes sometimes be like, yeah, you don't need to play anymore. You, you've played that well. So even if both of them are at 100%, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars just made Matt Ryan their absolute bitch. Matt Ryan could be toast, but if he's not, this – Defense just made him look like a bitch. And I know Justin Herbert right now in his career is way better than Matt Ryan, but maybe we are underestimating Jacksonville just a little bit. And um, yeah, Indianapolis just does not look good regardless. And I think Patty Mahomes is just going to go in there and be like, yeah, everyone said that our division is going to be tough and everyone kept putting other teams in front of the Kansas City Chiefs. But Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes is going to say, no, I, I'm the best quarterback in the NFL still. Okay. So next up we have Chubb versus... Pittsburgh and Eckler versus Jacksonville. I'm that's Eckler for me, 100. Yeah, I think it has to be Eckler. Um, the Pittsburgh defense definitely looks a little bit more suspect without Watt. It's crazy how much of a difference it makes, and it's also yeah. the Thursday night primetime game. So, um, one quick or one quick uh, story I want to ask you or question I want to ask you, Darren, is how do you feel when you have a big big player playing a Thursday I hate, night? I hate, I hate it. Me too, I hate but it. I love it when my opponent does. Don't it's, you? It's fine when it's early in the season. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But once it's, like, week 12 or whatever and you have a guy playing on Thursday, it's, like, the worst thing ever because they're tired. They don't have time to recover. Then they have shitty games because they're all tired. The week after they have Thursday games, usually, like, great because they're well-rested and everything. But the, that Thursday game is miserable to have a guy. I nicknamed Thursday night games a tilt game um, just because no matter what happens in fantasy football, 
Nick Chubb can score three touchdowns. Uh, Kevin's going to have a fucking aneurysm, even though he doesn't know what Justin <laughs> Herbert, Eckler, all those are going to do. Uh, but in the other way, Chubb could literally score no touchdowns and only get 60 yards on the ground. Now, see, now, now he's now fucking Kev's taking a victory lap. And I'm like, dude, your, your team still did not fucking perform. Let's relax. So regardless of what happens Thursday night, I feel like it caused tilts all across the world. But uh, I definitely agree. I would take Eckler over Chubb uh, between these two for sure. Kev was literally freaking the fuck out on Thursday when he was playing Josh last week. And I was like, Kev, calm, calm down. Like, you're, you're yeah, like, Kev, I will literally pay you if you somehow lose just to make you feel better, bud. Don't, don't worry. You got this. <laughs> All right, in the next matchup, the rest of your guys and still win. <laughs> oh my god, poor Josh. Good thing he doesn't really listen to this pod, I don't think. But the next matchup we have Saquon Barkley in prime time Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys versus David Montgomery going up against the Houston Texans. Darren, who do you have? Because I feel like this one's pretty easy, huh? I don't know. I mean, I, I you would think so. Like, it's definitely I'm going to pick Saquon because he's in prime time. Um, but David Montgomery has a great matchup against Houston. So, like, I, I think they might be, like, kind of close, but I'm giving it to Saquon. Yeah, I think the way I worded that was kind of unfair. Montgomery has definitely been a beast. If but... it wasn't for the matchup, it, yeah, I, if it, it wasn't against that. the Cowboys and it wasn't Monday night, if it was literally like the Dolphins at 425, I'd be like, um, actually, yeah, this might be a push. <laughs> But no, because it's Saquon Barkley. This is the dumbest logic. But as NFC yeah. East fans, we understand. Like we understand the implications. It's yeah. Saquon Barkley. It's prime time. It's against the Cowboys. He- he's gonna do what he always does when all the lights are on him. It's- he's gonna explode. So I comfortably take Saquon Barkley, even though it might be a little bit closer. Uh, the next one is Juju Smith-Schuster against Indianapolis against Terry McLaurin versus Philadelphia. Um, so now this one for me, it depends on if they give the Justin Jefferson treatment to Terry McLaurin. Um, I'm not sure they will because they kind of have like three dudes. Like the Vikings really only have Justin Jefferson and they have like old man feeling. Um, so like if they, the Redskins have, or sorry, commanders have Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel. So they can't, I don't know if they're going to shadow Terry McLaurin, but if they do, I would give it to Juju. But I would give it to Terry McLaurin here by, like, not knowing what's going to happen, just, like, by by hair. Yeah, I think just out of sheer respect of Terry McLaurin, I have to give him the edge, even though I think this is going to be close to a push, even though I hate to admit it. I feel like Juju really has not been utilized as much as a lot of people were hoping for, so I feel like they might swing the pendulum the other way and get him really involved. Like, NFL coaches pull this kind of stuff all the time. They want to help out their players. They don't want them to be... Um, you know, feeling upset, embarrassed by the media or anything like that. So they like to counter the narrative a lot. So I could definitely see Kansas City doing that with Juju Smith-Schuster, but it's scary Terry at the end of the day. And even though the Eagles defense has been looking pretty impressive, like you said, I don't think they're going to give them the uh, Justin Jefferson kind of treatment. But uh, even with stiff competition, I'll still take Terry McLaurin. So I definitely agree with you. So the next one I feel like should be a little bit quicker. It's going to be Chris Olave, rookie wide receiver from the Saints up against the Panthers or Amon Ross St. Brown against the Vikings? Um, this is easily the sun god for me. Like, Amon Ra, 100%. Dude, what were your thoughts on Minnesota's shell defense that they just kept playing? Like, even the announcers who don't know shit were like, why are the Vikings defense <laughs> doing nothing? They're like, look, this was a free... Like, they were literally so dumbfounded that... Like, it's I, I don't want to be mean to the announcers, but they dumb it down for, like, your Uncle Bill 
who doesn't really give a shit about anything. Like, oh yeah, another first mm-hmm. down for Brett Favre. And you're like, Uncle Bill, Brett Favre has not been in the league forever. But anyway, they explained it to those guys. But these announcers are so dumbfounded by the defense that Minnesota was doing. What was your takeaway from that? Like, I, it blew me away. Yeah, it wasn't the best game plan, but you know, it, it was fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's going to be the sun god for sure, especially their chemistry with Goff. If they play that really weak-ass yeah. kind of coverage again, uh, dude, Amon Ra might have like 12 catches at the end of this game. It's going to be insane. I know. I know. That is Amon Ra, because I remember when, when Mike was trying to get him from me before the season started last year, and I was like, I'm not trading him because he's going to be worth a first-round pick. And he was like, you're crazy. And I was like, he's going to be. like, I, I feel like he's going to be like really good. And then like 12 or 13 went, weeks went by, and he did literally nothing. And then everyone on the Lions got hurt. And then he was amazing right after I traded him. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Dude, now he's worth, like, what, maybe multiple firsts now. <laughs> he might be now. Like, I still think, like, people still have, like, that thought in the back of their mind that, like, he's, you know, he was a third Dude, round. how do you think last year? I feel? Like, I believe in Amaran St. Brown, but I fucking love Jamison Williams. So I'm just like, exactly. Fuck. Like, Jamison, like, I'm going to be honest. Amon Ra looks fan fucking tastic. And I don't want to yeah. use my Jamison Williams bias to overshadow. So there's concern for me now. I'm like, damn, like, golf can't support two. I mean, yeah. he could. I mean, he did with Cup and uh, fucking Brandon Cooks and stuff like that over in, um, yeah. when he was over with the Rams. So maybe he can, but I, I don't know. I think Amon Ra is for real. But yeah, easily taking Amon over uh, Chris Olave, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. So for the next one, we have Devonta Smith against Washington and Devin Duvernay against New England. This is another easy one for me. Devonta Smith easily. Agreed. I feel like um, Devonta Smith is finally getting the targets that he deserves. I feel mm-hmm. like the coaching staff felt terrible for not getting involved at all week one. So mm-hmm. this past week, where the Eagles kind of dominated, it was kind of back to normal, and that's kind of more of what I'm expecting. So easily Devonta Smith. So the next one, Darren Waller against Tennessee and Pat Frymuth against Cleveland. Pat Frymuth has been amazing. Another guy I traded to the Owls and has been great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this one's a push. I, I mean, I think that this, like, Pat Frymuth is kind of like a focal point of their offense only because Mitch Trubisky sucks and he <laughs> has to throw it to their tight end a lot. So um, he gets a shit ton of targets and he's heavily involved because their quarterback stinks. So... I'm going to say it's a push. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, this is easily going to be Waller, right? Then I looked at it. I mean, Pat Frymuth is a tight end six on the season right now. And yes, Darren Waller is ranked higher at tight end three, but that's not much separating them. It's not like we're saying, oh, Pat Frymuth, who is the tight end 15 right now on the season, will best Darren Waller. No, they're so close that I think a push is definitely deserved, especially like you said. Yeah, Trubisky, oh, God, it's not. I think Mike Tomlin just came out and said he's very happy with what he's seen with Trubisky the first yeah, two weeks. I don't know if this is coach speak, <laughs> but if he's actually honest with that, uh, Pat Frymuth might be more and more important. All right, so now let's look at the first flexes. We're looking at Dawson Knox against Miami and Jeff Wilson against Denver. Jeff Wilson, Sunday Night Football. Uh, Trey Lance just got hurt, so they got, what, like 12, 10 to 12 carries a game that are gone that are going to be going to Jeff Wilson and the other running backs. So, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, I definitely agree. Do you have any thought, though, that it could eventually turn into a shootout for uh, Buffalo and Miami, or do you think Buffalo's defense is just too good to let that happen? Um, The only way I can see Dawson Knox outscoring Jeff Wilson here is if Gabe Davis doesn't play again, and then Dawson Knox has to be more involved in the offense like he was. Oh, that's a good point. But if Gabe Davis is back, Jeff Wilson easily. 
Yeah, I would have to agree with you there, Jeff Wilson. All right, now let's look at. Oh my God, this, this was no right, contest. Just, <laughs> AJ Brown against fucking Washington. Gerald, Gerald Everett. Everett against Jacksonville. So, All right, AJ yeah, Brown AJ next. Brown. <laughs> Marcus Mariota against Seattle and Tua Tagovailoa against Buffalo. It's Tua, yeah, because he's going to have to keep up with Josh Allen. So it's Tua. Um, so right. if we go down the line, we got one, two, three, four, five, five for Kev. And is it five for Steve? One, one two, two. Man, we got to be three, way more professional four. in the pod next time, huh? <laughs> no, I think it's five to four. Do we only have nine starters? How does that one, two, three. There's a couple of pushes that we have in there. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, yeah, we have one push, right? One push yeah. for Waller, Firemuth. So, so the Yows, we have the Yows winning. Really? I like Steve's yeah. team more, though. We have we have Eckler, McLaren. McLaren uh, I think what it really comes to down to is the Duvernay and Devontae Smith, the yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown versus Olave, and then the yeah. crazy A.J. Brown versus Gerald Everett. <laughs> yeah, if you just put A.J. Brown not in his flex and flip them with a wide but that's still I would give that Gerald Everett to depth over Devin Duvernay. So so I'm gonna say the Owls win, but just like it's gonna be close. All right. Um you know even though logic says I should go with the Yows, I'm picking Steve only because he's the bane <laughs> of my existence because that's the shadow of Chuck's team. So <laughs> I I fucking hate the Owls that are gonna team. be fucking three and oh and and it's gonna make everyone else in the league so mad because they don't do goddamn thing the whole season their whole offseason. And he's going to be that dumbass. I'm like, oh, 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 look, guys. Darren, don't you guys make a podcast like every fucking week and I'm doing better than you guys? <laughs> you fucking nerds. <laughs> you, you, Tommy, fucking Max. <laughs> all fucking you Welch is in there. And Mike, Welch, you guys are Mike. fucking nerds. All you nerds kill yourself over this shit. We don't do a goddamn thing until September and we're 3-0. and <laughs> He's, yeah, Max is absolutely going to clip that and put it into the pod because we fucking know that the Yals <laughs> won't listen to this part. The fucking dipshits no, that are dominating the goddamn. And and I'm telling you, Steve miserable. is going to stop it. Steve is not going to let them get the 3 0, so don't worry. Dude, Steve, the Yals are going to be 3 0. They're I'm not. Steve is going to stop them, dude. <laughs> They're going to be 3 0, and I'm going to be 0 3. It's just foretold. It's written on, <laughs> like, that dude from the that YouTube video. Or, no, go, or to, uh, go to Brian's. Uh, it's go written to on that sk- thing. No, go to the app that Brian was sharing with us. And then use a promo code to get the free money and just put all your money on the Yow's winning all and you losing. Yeah. It, it's, that's what it has to be because it's just, it was written on the Sanskrit in the wah wah wah. That's what it is. <laughs> that's just the how thunder. the season's going to go. That's what the writer said of the PDL writing. The group. That's what they said. Yeah. Yeah. The writers the of the are PDL. literally going to win the league this year. And then Kenny's going to delete the league somehow. Like he's going to be like, fuck you all. <laughs> the, the league is no, ended. <laughs> nothing will be worse if they actually win because they're so fucking inactive in the off season. And I try to do so many cool things for the champ. And Kev and Kenny will not give a fuck. Like, never not, like I'll send them like a trophy, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you might have delivered it, but since I live in Philly, it was still off the porch, so uh, I I didn't actually think it was anything I thought important." Thought it was spam, so I actually threw it away. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I looked at it. I didn't I didn't recognize it, so I thought it was my neighbor's. I don't. I put it back out. <laughs> oh geez well that's another good podcast for you maybe next time i'll have a new opener i'm gonna i'm gonna actually darren i want you, you to think open about the next it. podcast now I, I want you to open it that'd be, uh, that'd be cool. come on well, I, i'll still do the host it. but you you just open it that that's what i mean i think that'll be fun so like they used to there was this do you know who katie nolan is no i'm dumb remember so oh 
What the fuck? Siri just told me about Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Why the fuck did that come up? <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm keeping Katie, all this in the pod. We still have two minutes left. So like, um, Katie Nolan used to host a sports podcast that was discontinued by ESPN, and she would like start it off with like, "Hello, cool cats and kittens," or some weird shit like that. Like every time, and just would be a different thing every single time. So could do that. Maybe we could do that. I don't know. I'll we'll just think of like a new greeting every single time. Yeah, dude, that, that you know how fast I would run out of like I would, could just four, start it out I would literally hello. be four episodes in and I'd be like, hey, guys, oh fuck, I already said that. We can just start it. Hello, Max, Welch, Brian, and Steve. Sometimes, maybe Mike. <laughs> that's true. Actually, that would be funny. Maybe, maybe, actually, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll start off the episode each time saying hello to a specific owner that I think has the best chance of hearing that episode. And yeah. well, honestly, that's always only going to be either Welch or Max. Well, Max that's has like, the alerts on, so it's definitely Max. <laughs> yeah, Max is a real one, so he's 100%. I know Welch actually does catch up eventually. And the yeah. only reason I know Greg, that is because Greg, when Brett, he's Brett. listening, Welch specifically, he starts commenting in the league as if we know what he's listening to. And I then feel I'm like just Greg like, what sometimes the fuck wakes is... up at like 3 uh, a.m. to listen to it. Like Greg, Greg is on top of it. Like when he gets those early drops. Jeff too. Jeff, to Jeff's a real one. I know Jeff listens. Yeah. So we got Brian thing too. Man, we have a lot of listeners actually. Now that you really uh, actually, or they could just be fucking lying. Who knows? Yeah. They, well, I don't I, know. How'd they know? How would they know what we talk about? Uh, that's true. I mean, I could look at the analytics. I mean, that would be so much easier, but <laughs> I think speculating is way more fun. But all right, guys, Zoom's about to cut us off. Thanks for joining. And uh, maybe next time we open, we'll have a new opener. That will be a teaser. But uh, until next time, guys, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your meal. We'll catch you next time.